Live from the Talking Joe Studios. It's Talking Joe with Chief and Ben. Hey, hey, hey. I'm the Chief and I'm joined by my buddy. Ben, how's it going, Chief? Not bad, my friend, not bad. How was your week? Um, okay, let's break it down for you. So first of all, I want to recount your, no, no, uh, the calamity I had last week with buying that one kilogram tub of smooth peanut butter. I was going to say I forgot about that. Okay, Turned that mother round in a 180, baby. Well, you took it back? No, no, no. That's no. never been done. No. <laughs> uh, made a lot of peanut butter um, oh, yourself. goodies. Yeah. Oh. So no, no. But yeah, basically. So first of all, the kid wanted to make some, uh, wanted to do baking or biscuits. So I said she wanted to make gingerbread men. I said we're not making gingerbread men. We're making peanut butter men. So you made a hundred peanut so, butter men. <laughs> so I made a lot of peanut butter cookies. That was two hundred and fifty grams. So that's a quarter of the tub gone. Oh, that's um, so dense. Okay. And I will put up. So there's a special one as well in there. You haven't seen it yet. I took a picture of it and I will post that up on the old Instagramage okay. and Twitter probably today so you'll see that before uh this episode drops on thursday because we're recording on a tuesday but i'll post that up today who's eating um, all of these uh i take them to work people keep yeah. coming ask for seconds and thirds they love them so much that's cute and um then i decided to make a chocolate peanut butter pie um mm. so i made some Christ. yeah made some uh i was going to the missus's uh nan's christmas party at the weekend and i wanted to make take something special so okay. I made some shot glasses out of cookies, out of cookie dough. Is this a year highlight, by the way? Um, the, the, is this a sort of regular fixture? Oh, regular fixture, yeah, yeah. Regular is fixture, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a story about it. I'm debating whether to tell on this pod later on or not. Um, oh, Christ. I'll, I'll see how I get on in an hour's time. But anyway, um, made these cookie, made shot glasses out of, out of a mould, out of cookie dough. And then basically you line them with melted chocolate. Then you fill them with like milk or Baileys or ice cream. Have a drink, eat it, and then you eat the cookie shot glass. So I made these, but the mixture was all wrong. This is not using peanut butter. This is just general cookie dough. Mixture was all wrong. So I ended up with this massive uh, batch of 24 broken down shot glasses. So instead I decided to crumble them all up, mixed it with some coconut oil, and made a nice, patted it down into the base of a, a, a flan tray, um, a pan dish then i took a load of my smooth peanut butter melted it down with a little bit of milk chocolate and some coconut oil guys a bit and, rich isn't it uh, and then put that on to the base put it in the fridge for 30 minutes to set then melted down some dark chocolate with some coconut oil to make a ganache melted that on top in the fridge took it to work with what some the uh, fresh wi- is fresh a ganache for, it's like a fancy word for it's like a fancy word for uh, basically melted chocolate that's like a little bit glossy um took it to work with some fresh cream people were loving it like you say rich you have more than like two slices you're probably if, gonna have a clog those you, arteries and have a heart attack but if you come into work bearing gifts like that yeah. in cookie form yeah. you're a bloody hero well, i i actually make cupcakes at work oh right on the job on the job yeah, yeah. well in between work you know, I go to the kitchen, I take some eggs into work. I always generally like to have eggs and butter in the fridge. Then I have in my drawer, I have some flour, flour, sugar, and a vanilla essence or whatever. So I've got a basic sponge mixture. Got a, got a little set of kitchen scales in my drawer as well. So if I want to, if ever, you know, if I want a lunch break or whatever, I can just go out there and I've got a little cupcake. Uh, you know, you plug it in, it's like a Breville sandwich machine, but it's got six cupcake moulds. So I can go out there and I can probably, from leaving my desk to coming back to my desk with a batch of six fresh cupcakes i can probably do that in about so i'm going to say 22 minutes 
So what? People are coming up to you and saying, "Hey, chief, I could do with a fresh bash." Yeah, they say. Well, I say. What, well, I say. What topping do you want? Salted caramel with uh, sprinkles, or uh, and I, sometimes I get a little chocolate bar and a, you know a little bit of Mars or a Twix and hide that in the middle. You got a mixer um, at work? You go manual? No, nah, I go manual. I got bowls, whatever. Do do do. Mix it up. It takes about three to four minutes to get all the ingredients mixed in the cupcake mold, which is about twelve to fifteen minutes. So I can probably actually do it in under twenty. But anyway, uh, anyway. I am- Gash, I'm Ganache at baking. <laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't know you were such a um, like so into cooking. Yeah, well, yeah. that's baking. Are you actually into cooking? Yeah, I love that cooking. Is, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. But um, I'll, I'll post up on the uh, on the social media sites the recipes. If anyone wants to know how to make some peanut butter cookies or peanut butter luxury pie, I'll post. God, that I up. bet your daughter's getting some epic um, birthday. Love, but uh, yeah, I'll post some of those up as well. Actually, you made some good ones. Um, well, how old is she? Three. So three. Yeah, well, she had a she wanted a digger party. It was her birthday just gone? <laughs> so basically, digger driver. A, top chocolate cake uh and it's like a quarry so you put oh you, dude i saw that that was yeah, incredible yeah, that yeah. was amazing yeah. was people want to see Lego it people want to see it. i won't i won't uh hog up the accounts the talking joe accounts but if people want to see it let me know and i will post them so <laughs> yeah. um other, other a- th- quick, quick other things to mention because i want to talk about these gi joe comics uh 12 to 15 because they are you know there's a lot there but other quick mentions um and i will delve into this on the next episode i ordered from 3d joe's big shout out to carson i think it is and he might hopefully be on the pod next uh year at some point he uh, runs a website called 3d joe's a lot of people listen to this pod will be familiar with that um Mm, so good does a lot of recreation of box art and gi joe art in general um, a lot of the toy stuff um and i ordered a big pack of books in a nice slipcase hardbound volume um really really beautiful stuff but i'll talk more at length about that on the next episode um uh, only other thing i want to mention was um the iphone that i flushed remember that one yeah i remember it had trying, to, a, trying to forget had it had a letter from ee my service provider saying we've got your phone we're going to fix it for you boomtown love it uh little disclaimer at the bottom oh yeah we're going to charge you 269 quid for the privilege of that because we found water damage in your phone they found bog water in it they found shit stains <laughs> in the phone inside oh, the phone shit stains uh so i said uh no you can you can i'm not gonna jog uh, on charge you that but you can send it back to me so i can uh sell it somehow oh, um, so are you phoneless at the moment no i went out and uh broke bought, out the 3210 bought, uh, bought a refurbed iphone 7 Oh, okay. All the hipsters, you yeah. know, they want the old phones now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, what about you? What, what's cracking in uh, the world of Ben? Oh, well, we've basically wound down now for the year, so no more work. And um, been to the cinema loads, buddy. Good. Been taking the fam to the cinema, went to see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, and it fixed my one-year cinema funk yeah you mentioned that that was caused that was caused by pretty much almost to the day yes uh, star wars the last jedi that was a tough pill to swallow that one which crushed me but it didn't just ruin like star wars for me it kind of ruined cinema i was bummed out so hard from that film and um even that, solo because i mean solo i like solo yeah so it's fine but, but no 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 so it's so fine but there's something about the last jedi that just like it broke me yeah in in a kind of profound way and i you know i've been to the cinema quite a lot in the year that's been 
but the feeling of like joy that I used to get from cinema, it was just gone. And then I saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse and it was like seeing something for the first time again. Right. Like you never have that feeling. I'm not saying that I got it with The Matrix where, you, you know, when you sort of feel like you've seen something you've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen that often. And I, I felt like that when I saw this film. And um, it kills me that no one is going to see it. It's, you know, it's done okay, but it's just a sti- it's the stigma of kind of an animated film, isn't it? It's, pe- people just think it's childish, I think. Yeah and, yeah, and also Spider-Man is saturated as like I mean they've already even the year that's just gone you know you've had Homecoming he was in yeah. Avengers but I guess this is and um, spoilers it's not Peter Parker is it it's Miles Morales yeah but Peter Parker or is, is Parker heavily in it? involved oh is he okay because I haven't seen it I'm not going to see it because I hate Avert. Spider-Man but well the, the only thing I say to that is um, it sounds like a funny thing to say but if you <laughs> if you take Spider-Man out of it yep. it is just a very very well made film right. you know and just yeah. in terms of the, yeah. the the story if you strip it back do i need to see fact. it if i'm going to see it do i need to see it on the big picture show or yeah, can i, I watch it on a home release no that's what i'm interested in i don't think it's going to um no you've got to see it on the big screen you absolutely have to right but I also think, yeah, a lot of people will think that. They'll think, well, I'll just catch that on the small yeah. screen because yeah, it's the, an anime. One of the feature. issues I've got also, not just in general with cinema, is I don't like people in general. Uh, so I don't like going on weekends or evenings. I have to go midweek, kind of middle of the day. Mm, you're I like, don't like, I don't you're like, like being... um, Partridge. You just hate the general public. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> love Partridge. Uh, I just, I just, I just. Uh, Joe Public's mainly. That's idiots, fair enough. But, I mean, That's no, fair but just, just from a, I don't hate people, obviously. Your cinema window is the cinema. From the cinema point of view, it's limited. I've, I've, and you know, I've because I've mentioned this to you many times. I my experience of, I uh, maybe, I've, maybe I'm just. Uh, unlucky but i generally always get some dickhead who's a couple of rows ahead of me to the left or right and he's on his bastard phone pretty much the whole film and i get that every time i go and so when i've been you know are you happy to name drop um do you just do you have a local cinema that you go to every time what's your um or do you have a choice yeah no it's i go to the the two choices they're both views which are the two ones close to me Okay, I'm not I do joking. like I, I do like view as a cinema, but yeah, I mean, if that happened to me, that would be annoying. Doesn't happen to me, but anyway, I, you know, if you don't like Spider, I mean, I guess you're not going to go and see yeah. it. But I really would recommend that you do if you just want to have a great cinema experience. Yeah. Hopefully, without any chumps on their phones. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, um, all right, then. Yeah. Lastly, I guess we should um, before we do crack on and I, and I said that we need to crack on we will but first of all uh, of course we've got to go inside chief's mind Woo! but it's as always like you say there. we've already bloody been there for the last 10 minutes so um, scary place this is this figured is, out that you hate people this is what <laughs> oh, i was gonna say yeah because this is the section where i tell you what really hacks me off and gets my goat and uh grinds like, your gears grinds my gears and uh, up, sends me up the river um mm. and this is something that generally happens to me on a daily basis what is that, Chief? happened to me uh, this morning mm. and this evening, in fact, going to work and coming home from work. I okay. will tell you what happened. I'm, on, I'm just outside the uh, train station. There's a pedestrian crossing. I've come to the pedestrian crossing. I've pressed the button for the lights yeah. you know, to make the little green man come on. Yeah. Uh, there's a red indicator which Straight circles forward. the button to let me know I've pressed it. Uh, within about three seconds, someone else has come up behind me and pressed the button. 
even what though the they see, even though they've seen with that? they've seen me press the button do they think their finger's some kind of magic finger that's going to make it act faster or something mm. they've seen me press it they've seen I me press love it to, do you know what and I, then and then I like to mash it then not only does he press it he presses it repeatedly yeah as, I'm if, a as if pressing it two or three times is going to make a difference well, so you're sitting there and your oh blood's boiling. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm you're close. a race car in the red. <laughs> I'm close to having a word with him. Oh, my God. I'm close. I'm close. To, I'm just going to say to him, look, you've seen me press it. Do you think your finger's better than mine? Oh, look, if I see someone press that button and they look capable, uh, maybe I wouldn't mash it. But I just run up to that thing and I just mash it. And also, that ties into, like, I'm on the train. But in the, London, the train, someone's always pressed it. The train is pulling up to the station it's not there yet the guy's pushing the button to open the door the train's not stopped you fool wait uh, for the button to light up you gotta let these people live their lives oh chief people are idiots just have you not got your, your headphones on are you not jacked in yeah i'm listening to podcasts and stuff but um mainly our one but yeah uh, <laughs> but oh anyway you're gonna have to get past that yeah yeah hey well, a little t- thing about tune in, you know, ne- you- tune in next week when you hear what i've got to say you won't like that you know the button, talking about those things, you know the button that you press? Yes. If you just like slip your fingers like underneath it, usually there's like a little whirring thing. And that's for... Um, what are you doing? You're, you're pulling my plunker now. No, 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 no. It's for if you're um, blind. Really? You, know, you, fe- you feel it. It's spinning round constantly. Mate. I'm doing look it. For, look, look out for it. I'm gonna it's feel, there. I'm going to feel for that buzzer. Let's talk about comics. Let's talk about G.I. Joe comics. Uh, this is... We were coming off a high... We? From last week, yes, we had uh, our, our, both our top choices so far of all the stories we've read was uh, issue 11, New Joe's. It set a new standard, I think. and um, It did. Do, oh, I mean, I loved it. This one here, this is, we're reviewing this as a four-issue arc, issues 12 through 15. Yeah, um, we're giving it, so we're giving it one They're all written rating. by, they're all, yeah, we'll give it one rating at the end. Um, they're all written by Larry Harmer. They're all penciled by Mike Vosberg. Uh, John D'Agostino is the inker. Uh, Joe Rose in the letters and Glynis Wine is the colours. I'm not sure if the same colourist throughout, but I'm just reading the credits from issue 12. If there's any differences, I will let you know for those people who do care about stuff like this. This is June 1983. Um, Fine year. So, yeah, I mean, this... this. What do you think of the cover, I, Chief? I won't, I won't... The cover is... Is... It's a some steamboat. It's, a, it's, a, it's an old school steamboat going down <laughs> like a, a some sort of jungle river, and the Joes are jumping off because a bomber's uh, a plane has just launched some sort of bomb at them. It's very, yeah, I think that panel is in the comic, but I don't think Snake Eyes is involved. Mm. That's in that scene. I think you could be right. I mean, as a cover goes, I'm not overly impressed by it. I don't know. It doesn't no, really I, do I, much. I just like the um, I like the green GI Joe bouncing off of the green stalker. But yeah, it's pretty average, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I can't really do a full synopsis for the whole story because so much happens. But the, the kind of the initial plot synopsis is that there's an amazing opening page. I love it. It's downtown LA or downtown San Francisco, San and uh, the Joes are chasing. It's a head-on car chase with the, the both vehicles off the ground. Cobras being chased by the Joes. I, lo- I love that first page. Yeah, I, I I did like it visually, but I was like, oh crikey, are we getting another urban-based city kind right, of? Which we've had a lot of. Yeah, and I was like, whoa! So I was happy when they yeah. got their ass. I mean, the they're jungle. chasing they're chasing the cobras, and I don't know if we know why they're chasing them, but they've 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 got something, chips. and it turns Computer out it's mic- yeah, microchips or computer chips. 
to video, um, yeah, mixed in with some video game ones. Mixed, yeah. They, 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 <laughs> when they eventually catch up to these cobras, uh, they find you, know, like you say, in the back of the van. There's all these um, video game cartridges and chips, but mixed in are these microchips. We don't, they don't really know why they're so valuable or important. Um, but one of the one of the cobras gets away. He's uh, kind of unique because he's got these scars on his face, and he will henceforth mm. be known only as Scarface. Yeah, yeah. Um, Scarlet shows early on that she's a bit of a badass. She kicks some bikers' gang asses. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. The per- I don't know the point of that scene really. Um, just to show that she's tough. Yeah, maybe, um, maybe. And they basically they they decide to. Um, or not decide to they they find in the wreckage of this van um, the destination for where these chips are going and it's Rio Lindo which is in the Republic of Sierra Gordo and this location will crop up again later on obviously in this story but obviously later I'm talking like 40 50 issues down the line right um, as a as a as a regular reoccurring location yeah yeah so basically, who do they send down there, Chief? They and say... also, I've just noticed, that I haven't noticed before, uh, on one of these, I think it's page two or three, they've got mm-hmm. this broken up box and it says, destination, Nadja Trading Corp, uh, Rio Lindo, etc. Attention, Senior K. Win. <laughs> yeah. Senior Quinn. Yeah, uh, yeah. Shades of things to come, which I hadn't spoken before. Um, so yeah, then we cut back to obviously your old man, your favourite uh, Colonel Douche. Yeah, General Flag, Gen- General Douche, <laughs> and uh, uh, he sends yeah. a four-man team into Rio. Right, we got to find out what's going on with these microchips and Cobra and all that sort of palaver. Let's send in Breaker, Stalker, Snake Eyes, and Gung Ho. Yeah, Sim- yeah. Simples. Yeah, I was happy with that. I was like, okay, good. Yeah. We've got Gung Ho in there because he's been introduced. Yep, yep. And then it immediately gets a little bit silly because oh, they're, they're, just... they're now in country. They're now basically in this republic, which we're assuming is South America. We're assuming. Yeah. Um, Stalker is is not disguised, but he's uh, masquerading <laughs> as a uh, <laughs> some dude ridiculous. who wants to build an arcade, yeah. as in as in a video game arcade. arcade in some South American jungle, and he knocks on some guy's door and says, we're in the market for buying video games. Have you got yeah, any? Then you, then Have, you got any? Hello. Have you got but, any? But also, what Breakers get up is is just unbelievably bad as well. But he's he just wearing a poncho, is he? Just, no, oh, no, yeah. The, he just looks like an absolute goon. Like a I tourist. This was a little bit of my, sort of this early stuff was a few of the issues that I had going forward with this, is that for some reason, this issue, the Joe's come across as being a bit amateurish yeah this this uh, issue, their jobs I, I know what you're saying there and this, this issue this issue is yeah it's like fools and after reading this issue i was like because i can't I, I could remember this storyline but not all of it because i'm ready for a while and after this issue i was like yeah i don't know if i'm gonna like this storyline and obviously towards the end it gets outrageously good uh, but this first issue is just the weakest of the four by far De- yeah definitely there's, like there's, really a weird, there's a weird chunkish. bit here. Gung Ho's there, and he's going through the street and bumps into some guy in a sombrero and a poncho, and it happens to be Scarface, the, the Cobra trooper who got away with the, yeah. brief, with the briefcase. Why is that guy in a disguise get-up walking the streets? That's never yeah. explained. Well, I feel like there's actually quite a lot of stuff that's never really explained. <laughs> I found it a little bit confusing, to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, anyway. yeah, so Stalker's in there trying to cut a deal, and it turns out it's Dr. Venom. Yeah, I, I thought don't that know, was I don't badly know if he, done as does well, Does he know though. who Dr. Venom is or not? No. Dr. Venom seems to know Stalker. I think only Snake Eyes knows, And there's, there's like an ambush, and 
somehow Venom knows that Stalker works for G.I. Joe and he's not actually in the market to to buy video games. So <laughs> a load of Cobras just jump out the jump, jump out the closet with AK forty sevens. Yeah, but they you know, when they get put on the spot they don't even have anything cool to say. They just panic and yeah, it was a strange one. It's just it's just where everything seems to just be happening. It's all you know Yeah, that happened so fast. I thought the the sort of dialogue between Venom and Stalker was a bit cringe. I mean he just sort yeah. of knew them straight away. But anyway, Quinn, then, your old your old man Quinn pops up. Who you weren't? He was last seen in issue two, was he? Uh, Panic yeah. at the North Pole. Um, you yeah. weren't you weren't overly a fan of him. Not like, really. Too much just, exposition. Just yeah, he just I, I I get now that that's basically his character. Yeah. Um, but it's also just visually, I just don't really like how he looks. Yeah. But anyway, I mean, Quinn wants to up. cap off the Joes. All, all all four of them are there. Uh, are all four? Well, in, of them yeah. There? In that in that panel, I was like, geez. He's shot a bunch of them here, but he's yeah. just disarmed them. He's got a, he's got, he's got a thirty cal air cooled Browning, which is a big old bastard of a gun, and somehow he's managed to just shoot the weapons out of their hands. Yeah. <laughs> and Breaker, it looks like he shot the strap off of his backpack. Yeah. Well, Gung Ho, I actually thought of taking it. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he he doesn't kill him because part of his agreement is no one dies he's on this mission to bodyguard effectively the microchips and yeah. when that's finished his work is done i don't know why is it, is it cash reward that's what he's after must be yeah must be. he's just there to, to protect the microchips but his one of his protocols one of his things is he will not let anyone die that's involved in the mission which is strange because in the next couple of pages snake eyes dies well you, you yeah, think he that dies. was so rushed as well, though. I mean, he just stops his heartbeat again, and what's well, he forgotten? Because he does wait that. A minute. Back in back in issue ten, um, whatever that one is, uh, a nice little town called Springfield, where Snake, mm. where Venom first pops up, and Snake Eyes is there, uh, and Venom pistol whips Snake Eyes. Does it again here? Gets yeah. his pistol out, turns it around, boosh, boosh, boosh. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got such a weird and, anger beef with Snake Eyes. <laughs> yeah. And you'll find out later he's actually just got a beef with smashing people because he gets a, a big spanner or a big wrench, doesn't he? And uh, clock- but, but but the way they just put you know Snake Eyes kind of fakes his death again and they put him in the um you know in the, the they, house they and then on the, the boat he sort of they set fire to it. The cogs are sort of working in his mind and he figures out no. Oh venom! Of course yeah. he's of course he's not dead. He's yeah. done that he must have that faked. trick again. Yeah, yeah. That was all a bit annoying. And there's some there's some. Really, the really nice page there where Snake Eyes has woken up. He's all bound up in the house, which is on fire, and he his head's on fire. And he yeah, kind of visually, run, that's so cool. He runs out off the pier, jumps into the river, and there's all these onlooker local peasant dudes. Um, and uh, yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a good panel. Yeah. Then so Joe's we... Joe's are captured on the boat. They're being taken to wherever the secret base is. They don't know yet, but. Um, Luckily, Breaker spits his gum out onto the ropes that hold them together, and there's some rats. Luckily, there's some rats on board, and they like <laughs> they like the sugar in the gum, and they chew through the ropes. Yeah, but I still feel that they're firmly the goon squad at the moment. Still, yeah, yeah, Those yeah they're, guys. they're playing second fiddle to like the the supreme cobras, and um, yeah, then there's some sort of base in the middle of the river just in the middle of the river there's a there's a cobra bunker and this kind of smacks of issue one where cobra island and they had to assault it and it had dobermans and it had uh, concertina wire and traps and it's the same setup here they've got just some base in the middle of the river for purposes unknown and um they take the joes there but there is there is an amazing 
panel and i've posted this one up already on instagram of uh when the joes get out of the ropes and uh, gung-ho snaps them off and he gets there's a real good panel where he gets two cobras and he clocks the two heads together yeah you get a big clunk, like clunk sound effect quality yeah and then snake eyes comes out of the water and gets back on the boat doesn't snake he? eyes is out of the water gets back on the boat and he's basically telling the the three joes breaker gung-ho and stalker look get out of here you know um take the chips and go i don't know how they've got the chips though where did where did they come from there's a panel where snake eye says no uh stalker's saying snake eyes means the mission comes first our job is to get away from here with the chips yeah so where are the chips they're not on the boat with the joe still surely maybe they just always add them they don't reference the chips no because then the next the next bit is inside the bunker and dr venom's now got some vial now he's got a virus the virus strain you brought from san francisco is quite harmless so is this what Scarface had in the briefcase? Yeah, because he, when he's running away with that briefcase, he thinks, he's like, crikey, what, you think this is just about computer chips? So the computer chips was all all just a ruse. Di- yeah, ruse, yeah. Which we find out, okay, yeah, that makes sense, which we find out later. But even though they've got this virus, um, there's also a serum, which, and it doesn't activate it till they're mixed together. Yeah. Is that right? I think, well, to be honest with you, I start getting a bit confused with this whole arc in a minute, yeah. Chief. <laughs> it did, it did lose, well, let's get the Baroness involved. So, yeah, so as soon as she gets involved, and she's quite happy, once they're all on that weird little island, she's quite happy to, you know, just launch a missile and kill yeah, so she's like, Venom she's like, get the virus and the Quinn. serum. The Joes are getting away. Let's, you and me, Scarface, let's, we've got the virus and serum. Let's get in the plane. Let's get out of here. Let's bomb everyone and just get back to our secret base. Yeah. Le- leaving. And then she's, she's almost contemplating finishing off the three Joes that are in the river. Yeah. But then Cobra Commander's like, no, you've got to some get of back. This, some of this art is a little bit ropey, I find, um, at times. Um, there's, a good, there's a good article... Um, which our old pal, um, uh, old Wolf Ears himself, Mark Seddon, who was criticising, well not criticising, was pointing out my mistakes last week, has come to our rescue this week um, and has given... Uh-oh, gave errors me, on the show. Yeah, no errors this week, but he's contacted us and t- told me about some good links and some good info about um, some of these issues and he's, he's given us a link to Mike Vosberg, the artist page, where he says... The inks really let down his arc. He was progressing, you know. He felt his art was getting a lot better issue on issue, but the the inking didn't do it a lot of justice. Oh, okay. And on this link, it posts up his original pencils, which is which is interesting. So, ah, oh, um, fair enough. Cheers for that, Wolf Ears. But is it the same inker that's on from issue eleven? Um, possibly, possibly yes. But then when. Uh, I think Vosberg was saying when his art was evolving and becoming even better, that the inks just kind of stayed the same. You know, he basically says when he was drawing a the straight line of a building or the contour of a face, it would be inked exactly the same, just just flat way. So, but any, oh, okay. any, anyway, um, yeah. So, like you say, the Baroness contemplates blowing up these Joes and then just flies off. And so then on the island, we've got um, Quinn, Snake Eyes, and uh, Doctor Venom. They're kind of all scrapping it out. Snake Eyes is literally there's one panel. He's got Venom on the floor and he's on on his back. And he's just pounding his face. Yeah. <laughs> um and this is when for some reason um Baroness does launch a bomb at the bunker. So what so have they decided now that they've got this serum from Dr. Venom that they got they, everything they need. They got everything they don't need him anymore. 
Yeah, and they basically. don't want, they don't want to pay Quinn, so and they're trying and, and they want to cap off Snake Eyes as well. Yeah, yeah, and there's a couple. This happens a couple of times across this story arc of something launches a bomb and then there's a panel and it looks so stupid. There's a panel of the bomb <laughs> is in shot. So here Quinn is shoving Snake Eyes back into the bunker just yeah. as the bomb is kind of in the top left hand corner of the panel before it goes kaboomy. Kaboom. And um that is the end of that issue. Which was yeah. which was So they all think that they're it's, basically it's an they okay issue, but you know it's Yeah, I wasn't a fan of this one. Okay. Not um, really. And then But then you know, I knew I I I read it all in one go, so I yeah. you know, I sort of then we get okay. The then we one. get issue thirteen, and the cover of this is some sort of aircraft, and there's a taxi which looks like it's trying to get into the back of this. Um, uh, it looks like a bomber or something. It's the oh. Lancaster bomber or something like that. And um, there's some Joes out the back shooting at onrushing Cobras or troopers. Again, now how did you not an overfuss with that cover? How did you feel about Stalker fighting the Croc early on <laughs> in this? Big fan. I mean, the croc is massive. Yeah. So all those, so those three Joes, Breaker, Gung Ho, and Stalker, are in. They think are it's in, an alligator. They're in the drink. They're in the drink. Um, uh, Stalker's gone under, and next next thing you know, that the way he's as well, Vosberg can't draw alligators because it looks like basically it's a croc. It looks it's like a croc, chief. Looks like a dog to me. Well, no, yeah, it looks like um, looks like the lizard from Spider Man or something. Yes, <laughs> it's pretty, yes, it does. Because only because of the white. You know, it looks. Like, I was like, God, it's like he's got a lab coat on. But he's also got bear claws. If you look at his his feet, it looks like yeah, bear claws. Yeah, gung ho shouts, Gator. And uh, this ain't no gator. <laughs> that ain't no gator. That here's an Orinoco crocodile. This is my favourite <laughs> bit. Is Stalker gives him a history lesson. No, yeah, as, whilst fighting him, known as crocodile intermedius of the phylum crocodata subphylum <laughs> vertebrata class reptilia order crocodilia family crocodili. Can you imagine Love spouting it. all of that whilst you're in the jaws of a croc? Yeah, this croc, this croc has literally got his thigh snapping down. He goes under. Then next thing you know, of course, Stalker pops up. Yeah, state present status dead. Yeah, yeah. But Breaker's such and then go- a goon in this. Uh, yeah, he's the com- he's like the. The, he's the such slap, a chump. slapstick, like you said, mentioned earlier, when they were go- those two were going into town, and Stalker was the straight man, all business, and Breaker was uh, like the goon sidekick. Yeah. Same here. Stalker, he's passed out, and then he wakes up, and he absolutely chews Breaker out because he's got a fire going, ch- c- cooking yeah. some crocodile meat. And Stalker's like, "Put that fire out, fool! You could have just <laughs> instead of heat, you could have used clay." I know. <laughs> and then there's nothing wrong with eating raw crocodile. You didn't need to cook it. I love Absolutely that. Absolutely tears him a new one. Yeah, I mean he's meant to be an elite god, you know, fighting unit. Yeah. And he's going around lighting fires. Yeah, that is foolish. Um, but anyway, this so is where Gung Ho's Gung Ho's to... he's like, where's Gung Gung Ho's buggered off, hasn't he? He's gone he's gone to try and get a radio from in town. Little bit of comedy relief because the two the two peasant farmers that pick up Gung Ho are obviously Pig La- farmers. Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Uh they crop up again <laughs> later. They crop up again later. Not these two guys, but two very similar likeness, likenesses yeah um, some nice um cobra commander throne room stuff cobra commander uh, throne room stuff we see again the, the specialist in the background um yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's another revealed. good point still not revealed loving that loving that and here great we, bit coming they start up here sowing with the, some um, seeds of uh, zigzag trench yeah yeah but they before that they start sowing some seeds of you know baroness i suspect other motivations other loyalties 
you know it has Scarface double crossed them you know I don't know where she's getting these ideas from but obviously they need to sow the seeds of doubt but then like you said there's a great bit and I don't know they've probably only been awake Stalker's been awake don't forget he's got a massive crocodile bite on his leg and it's probably a few hours later and they've dug a massive like eight foot deep zigzag trench zig a zigzag not, trench not only that but they've also be, built Malayan tiger traps uh, trail maces and some sort of stake pits Punji steaks. Punji steaks. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> it's in, but dude, I mean, just just the the bit when the people see that zigzag trench from afar. Yeah, they're like shit. This and is they're like, like they're, they're like there's something wrong about that let's, zigzag let's trench. Let's wait till nightfall because there's some there's some dudes going down. There. Yeah. So <laughs> what what's happened there is there's some. It's like is it a rogue army or some sort of mercenary army are just patrolling mm. this 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 South American jungle. Um, yeah, see, this is what I was confused about what these guys were. And then obviously you find out later who they actually are. Well, no, these um, guys, there's two lots because these guys are just regular mercenary Oh, these army. are regular, yeah. okay. And the next lot that show up are Cobra Troopers in disguise of a second mercenary army. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of got really reinvested in this storyline when it cuts back to G.I. Joe headquarters and they're yes. sending in... Yep. You've some, nailed it. You've nailed it. You know, some more people. Yeah, because and they've also got... also, they chuck in Torpedo. Yeah, yeah. Because they've got... I mean, they, they've got word now from Gung Ho, who's gone into town to find a radio. He's gone into, like... I don't know if it's, like, the sh- uh, the radio. He's gone into the radio station in downtown Rio Lindo. That's what He's I mean. not done anything wrong. All he says is, I want to make a private call. And the, the, the radio boss says, all right, boys, open fire. Yeah, well, he's not even... The, but, he's, Chief, this, this is the Badlands. I mean, it's the Wild West down there, yeah, so... Yeah. It is a bit like I mean, I if, if that's what happens, if you go into a radio station and say, I want to make a call and you've got a chance of being executed, I mean, jeepers, I'm not going there. Yeah, how do you feel about the um, when they cut back to the G.I. Joe headquarters, those pink and white oh tiles goodness. I, in, in the rec room? They do not work for me. So the tiled <laughs> floor, I'll stick so this page weird. up. It's just, the perspective is, I'm not saying the perspective's wrong, but it just... I don't know. But in the panel above, I think he's got trying a nice to kind of red yellow yeah. hue, and then you go up. I was like, the perspective doesn't work. Well, the perspective is wrong because it's the same width from top to bottom, isn't it? On these kind of downwardly angled panels, it just doesn't work. I think he was trying to trying something new as an as an artistic decision. It did not work. Yeah, but anyway, but anyway, decided stoked to get a new Joe. They've decided we've got to send in the rescue squad torpedo new new member, which is good. Um, Scarlet showing some concern for Snake Eyes. Does that does that mean there's you know anything more than comradeship? Maybe she's crying when she jumps out of the plane. Yeah, yeah. Which hints, hints, hints at something more. The, the the art of Scarlet. Ah, oh, it seemed harsh. That page, the the part, the last second to last panel on the page. Yeah, not good. Yeah, I was like, whoa. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. No, she's definitely concerned about Snake Eyes, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Uh, more Cobra planning. Um, yes, and then, then just just back up on this bit. I, this is where I started to get a little bit confused with the on. Destro Cobra Commander chat, and he grabs. Why is he grabbing Cobra Commander's arm like? No, that's not. That's Baroness's arm. That's Baroness's arm. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, because if you look at the panel before, uh, that, I, I really like that page. That panel actually it's split into three diagonal panels. Yes, yeah, that's. Look I at love the one that. above. She's pointing. They've got a realistic three D model um, of <laughs> of of the um, yeah. Of the area where the Joes are in, etc., uh, and the Cobra, in- including an up-to-date zigzag trench, including it. Yeah, include, oh shit! Yeah, you're right. <laughs> include they, they must have taken some aerial recon photographs yeah. and put it through the 3D printer. Yeah, yeah. Um, in eighty-three. Yeah, in eighty-three. Um, 
So they're going to send in... So basically what's happened here is Cobra Commander has planted uh, a Cobra communique pouch in the abandoned Cobra research station where Stalker and Breaker have made camp. Now he wants them to find that pouch because he's planted false clues as to as to the location of the cobra base right okay um okay. and the problem is they now know that these mercenary army is on the scene and they're thinking shit this mercenary is going to go and attack the joes before the joes get a chance to find the planted clues so yeah yeah so and they say we can't paratroop cobra troops in to rescue the gi joes that's madness that won't work so destro's got a plan about what he's going to do and we later on find out that there's another mercenary army which is actually cobras in disguise you don't find that out for until sure. later anyway sure. breakers found this um cobra courier pouch um and all of it is in open open non-coded language um which obviously they're saying oh this is this is not right uh, but wait a minute the dot on the eye is actually a micro dot and that contains secret information yeah but it's all a clever ruse by cobra to you know for them to them to actually find it. it's all very every step of the way they had to have done this thing to do this thing to do this thing it's all played out perfectly yeah 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 so I, i'm a big fan of the um you know the kind of reinforcements dropping in reinforcements paratrooping in is you meant to think she's crying there um, a little tear was that just the wind Where's this? Where's this panel? Where when she's, she's jumped, when she's jumped, she's parachuting out. Oh yes, out. no, it is a tear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is. And a She tier. says Alpha Team deployed. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, this, I love all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. This other mercenary group has now formed, met up with the previous mercenary group, um, and God, the, this is where the it, second yeah. one ends up killing the first. The second group kills the first group. So the Cobras in disguise, we don't know the Cobras yet, killed the actual army mercenaries. Torpedoes. The, the bunker that Snake... We haven't really seen... We've gone almost to the whole issue and we haven't seen what's happened to Quinn, um, Venom and Snake Eyes. Last we saw, the bomb was blowing up the bunker. As it happens, the bunker door shut, all three of them got inside and the bunker sunk yeah. to the bottom of the river, which is why Torpedo's on mission. He's gone so down he, and he's found this bunker, but the, the steel-reinforced concrete door's locked. Yeah, uh, but, but he you does hear start this, hearing a tap. You hear this tap, tap, tap from the bottom of the river. Then he gets, then he gets some tugs on the ne- rope. And next he's got thing to go you know, up. it's all happening very quick. The, the the rescue team of Scarlet Rock and Roll and all these other dudes, uh, they're attacking the airfield. Is that because they've got to secure the airfield for um, the escape to, attempt? To, for the escape, yeah, right, okay. to get out. Okay. And, and then someone's turned up in a bulldozer. Oh, it's gung-ho. gung-ho. I don't know where gung-ho. he got the bulldozer from. He's turned up in the bulldozer. He's gone back to rescue breaker and stalker and they're making their way in the bulldozer to the airfield for the evac yeah is that right yeah you got it and then who's this guy turning oh, some dude end? falls into the malayan oh he goes the, into punji, the... the punji the stakes oh and then you just hear that <laughs> yeah classic love it love it um yeah that's great and then, oh, and then that's... They, oh this is a bit of a comical moment they all pile in some taxi they pile it where did the taxi come from there's so many of them in there it's it is not explained where that taxi comes from no and anyway there's there's they a give them a load of cash and they find some aircraft carrier no some some air, some aircraft some big old transport air thing plane. i don't know where that came yeah. from but anyway they the joes get in that and they're being chased who are they being chased by not sure never they made are... clear 
Wait, what? Just um, so it wouldn't be the Cobras. Co- n- not Cobra Undercovers. Oh, is it? Or is it just the locals? I don't know. I don't know. It, it doesn't really make... It's not made clear. But anyway, that's basically where that's, the cover's that's from. The, that's driving. the end of the issue. And then, you you know, there's more tapping coming on from the from the bunker. Yeah, intrigue. Um, and tap, tap, tap. Interestingly here, the end of issue says, next, Destro attacks. Now, Destro's not actually been named yet in the comic. Oh, yeah. So you would have got that headline for next issue, Destro attacks. And that Destro, that doesn't mean anything to you. You're like, what the hell's a Destro? Yeah, I think when you look at the cover, you just assume that's him, though. Uh, because, yeah, the cover is a man <laughs> in a silver faceplate with a big red medallion. and Beautiful opening panel, though, on this one. Inside the... Inside the bunker. The bunker. You can see the cracks in the ceiling leaking. leaking. They're up to their knees in water. Venom. They're all just Snake arguing. eyes and Quinn. Like nightmare down yeah, there. They're, they're arguing. Um, Venom. They kind, Venom. They kind of realise they've got to, you know... Great, work great scene here. Venom's like, you know, I'm not working with you. And he picks up a chair and he's about to clock Snake Eyes with a chair. Snake Eyes, straight chop. Boom. Just crushes that chair with a chop. <laughs> yes, yeah, nice. Crack. Uh, meanwhile, back in G.I. Joe headquarters, they crack the microchip. And um, they don't, they, they, there's something, something like, um, that's a jackpot map if I ever saw one. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, effectively yeah, yeah. they think they found the location of the um, Cobra base okay let's just pause here because yes. I want to talk about this so we've been waiting for the Destro reveal I think it's I just wanted, really I good just wanted, okay okay well I was just a bit disappointed by I thought the dialogue and everything was great yep but on the page turn from the mirror, from the reflection in Baroness, that should have um, been a full page. Glasses, when you turn over, yeah. I was just re- I was like, ah, I-, I just wanted a nicer piece of art or bigger, yeah, or at least take up maybe two thirds of that page. Yes, agree there. Because my there. eyes just went. I was like, oh, we're back with Quinn. Because they're the- in, they're in the suit. We don't know. Oh, they're in, they're they're in. Co- so Baroness has gone back. They're in her Cobra headquarters, and it's yeah. again, it's underground sewer. Uh, which seems to be the hallmark of Cobra bases in general so far. So it's mm. really nice. Those panels on that page are really cool. The reflection of the grate on the floor. They're in the, oh, they're they're in the distance. Baroness turning. Des- there's a great one of Destro's just hands reaching out and the reflection of him in the glasses, like you mentioned. And the reveal is, you know, you get his name, Destro, and he's kind of just standing there. But like you say, it's only one. Th- it's not even one third of the page. No, I, I was expect. I thought it was going to be massive, and it was going to be his head, and yeah. but you know, it's fine. So it's and, then, fine. and then cut back to the Joes, and they've located the Cobra base uh, being in Springfield. Ah, yes, yeah. Uh, and throwback, and then you get Flag, and he's in his sunnies again. Cobra Commander, this time, when he comes back to him, he's upgraded to a. Um, <laughs> belt fed kind of yeah so he's remember back in that scene i think it was the uh tanks for the memories i think it was issue five where he's underground in a sewer in new york and he's got a shooting gallery uh do you know if this is a running thing uh i don't think so no i think this is the second and only i hope it's not is it i hope there's more that i've misforgotten uh old wolfie as mark said and let me know um yeah but um, it yeah. is a great here, shot. Though. Here he sat down because previously I think he was standing. I'm not sure, but I think it's just the way he's hunched over. Yeah. And he's just sort of <laughs> lethargic, and he's just blasting Stalker in the nads in that, in that <laughs> shot. <laughs> it's so good. Um, 
Yeah, so you've got a belt fed Baroness feeding feeding the the thirty cool thirty cal air cooled. And then here's a here's a nice plot twist. Um Destro is in another part of the sewers and he's got Scarface by the by the throat and he's like, Did you switch the micro dot? And you're like, wait a minute, what micro dot? Oh yeah, the micro dot that the Joes have have uh found. Yeah. And he says yes, he 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 did switch it. Um so the Joes have got the location of the of the of the Cobra base of Springfield, and that's because uh, Destro switched the Mokra dot over. Um, yeah. Because the original <laughs> is it is it revealed yet where uh, where the the original Mokra dot? Oh yeah, the original. <laughs> so here's a coincidence: the original Mokra dot that Cobra Commander had planted as the location of the Cobra base was actually the GI Joe base. Yes. So he had yeah. planted a microdot saying it was under the chaplain's assistant school in Fort Wadsworth as a, as a, as a rib. The Joes, <laughs> yeah, this is where our base is. When in ridiculous. actual fact, that's where the pit is. He'd oh, randomly God. chosen the actual G.I. <laughs> Joe base for where the Cobra base is. Um, but anyway, Destro switched the microdot, so it sends Spring. So he's given the location of the actual Cobra base. Cobra Commander still thinks Joes don't know that. Um, yeah, we've got... We can skip over this bit a little bit. Wild Bill taking uh, I, the. I do like this bit. Yeah. So now the Joes are going to assault Springfield. They they, they load up the uh, all personnel carrier. There's a good bit where it pulls onto a, a diamond, a baseball. baseball diamond, and the chaplain's assistants are playing the permanent latrine orderlies in a in a baseball <laughs> match. I mean, I would not want to be a permanent latrine orderly. <laughs> and a latrine, I think, is like a shit house, isn't it? Is that right? Is it a toilet? A latrine. Mm, sounds like it could be. I, think so. I was, wouldn't want to be a permanent latrine orderly anyway. Uh, but yeah, so Wild Bill, like you say, takes off, uh, lands this uh, helicopter carrying unit thing and takes the APC off. Um, nice panels here with Destro. Nice panels up. here with Destro. He's having a little chit-chat, general chit-chat with Scarface. Um, he he, kind of, you see Destro, in a Destro's plan, he's like, in a matter of moments, the the rocket plane will lift off out of the silo to Cobra Commander to meet his destiny. Almost like he's saying, I'm going to kill Cobra Commander. Uh, and Scarface's like, what's going on? What are you talking about? Um, the Baroness, oh, the, the plane will get there. Don't worry, the Baroness is piloting it. And Destro, Destro's like, what? Baroness is piloting yeah. it? Because he does not want that because he's in love with Baroness. Yeah, I know, but Chief, I was a bit disappointed to see that, that Destro's already kind of looking to... You know, supplant, supplant, supplant leadership. Cobra, yeah, already. And I, I kind of wanted to see him just being loyal for a bit. But is he? Uh, is he always yeah, up to something? No, he's basically. Al- well, not always up to something, but he's always his own man. He's not going to be pushed around or bossed around. But he's- and I was like, this is okay. But then they actually kind of remedied it, remedied it at the end with Cobra Commander sort of setting up what's coming. And I was yeah. like, okay, thank. He's not a complete idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He does know that you know. He's, he's up to something. Um, it's a brief little shot of Quinn trying to get out, and he goes all Marshall Bravestar. Uh, Spirit of the Otter, help me dive deep. Spirit of the Bear, give me strength oh, to open the door. Spirit of the Weasel, yeah. give me counsel to outwit Dr. Venom. <sighs> yeah. I'm st- I mean, I'm not a fan of that guy, Chief. No. I'm <laughs> sorry, no. buddy. And um, just remind me, Baroness and Cobra Commander are going to the... They're, they're not going to actually. No, they're not going to the Cobra base, are they? Because they were they're going to the goddamn furniture. They were in the Cobra company. base. Sorry, yes. Yeah, so the, the Springfield location that the Joes got wasn't the Cobra base. It was this Cobra um, fur, secret 
thing where they're going to release the plate. It's their secret, um, like, science lab or something like that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's a science lab, um, yeah. Um, yeah, and then uh, Quinn, Snake Eyes, and Dr. Venom escape from the bunker. But, oh, no, does Quinn... We haven't seen him yet. Oh, no, well, sorry, no, sorry, yes, no, sorry, because, uh, of course, uh, Venom is back on his old let's hit people in the head with a blunt object routine. He gets a yeah. massive, massive wrench issues, and clocks Quinn upside the head. Um, yes, that's right. And this is where yeah. you find out that the second mercenary army are Cobras because they, they tell you, <laughs> they tell them, we're Cobra yeah. troopers. We came into the jungle disguised as renegade government soldiers to rescue a G.I. Joe team from the real renegades. The Joes left behind a whole clearing full of body traps, chewed up bad. Basically, just tell us, <laughs> yeah, a little bit of exposition there for you, in case you yeah, wondered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then who have Cobra, Cobra Commander and Baroness have got... Um, is it, have they got... Um, it's not Scarface, no, it's, it's, just, just a, it's, it's just a chump. random Cobra trooper who's, who's yeah. pinned down on the operating table. Strapped down... Big time. And so, what they're doing here? Are they they're testing out the plague toxin? Yeah, they're testing it, and they realise that it's not complete. Is that well? As it turns out, yeah, because Doctor Venom switched the switch. All they're giving him is the serum. He switched the vials over, so he's got the actual plague toxin. All they've got is the serum. Yeah. Um, And Destro has he he's destro goes boots on the ground destro goes boots on the ground because he wants to rescue baroness because he knows the joes are going to attack that location so he gets a load of troopers they parachute in i don't know why they can't land at the actual um science lab or whatever they parachute in like five miles away and then yeah it's a race basically it builds tension that's why it's written that way um yeah I, we get to see the uh, uh sky striker don't we as well some with ace yes, coming in yes that's right not named as ace though yet is he oh he is oh is he oh he is yeah okay. i want you to make it hotter ace um there's there's a really cool page where larry harmer cuts between the four different locations the 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 guy they've injected cobra commander baroness falls off the the gurney and dies destro's running through the um, undergrowth whatever through the forest trying to get there the Joes are yeah. piling down the road and Dr. Venom is in South America because he realises now that at this point in time Cobra Commander's probably realised he hasn't got the toxin yeah and then big shoot out big shoot out and the oh yes you're right Ace, Ace so we get two we got two new Joes level, he, he levels the the furniture factory doesn't he yeah really really cool panel here um or page where there's four page, vertical. Yeah. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm on it. It's great. Uh, there's a silo and the the plane's about to launch. The Joes are pulling up in the APC. Big firefight. Lovely one of Destro firing face down towards the camera. And then uh, Ace does a real cool swoop motion. There's a countdown as well. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Then Sky Striker launches, like you say. And Yeah, the cool thing about that page, it's all uh, linked together through that gorgeous kind of pink Hue yeah, that they have coming out the back of the um, Sky Striker as well. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a stunning page that yeah. one. Uh, so effectively, everyone got away. Destro then pulls back. Uh, Baroness and Cobra Commander have jetted off, um, and then we're left to, you know. Well, yeah, it, the, the, it's um, still bubbling on that um, bloody what do you call it under the river? Oh, isn't tap it? tap tap! Because we never saw yeah. Quinn emerge, did we? Exactly. So then we get so the we last. We're get then we get him. the last issue of the storyline, uh, which is the inside. Red-eyed Miami. Inside the 
cargo bit of the air of, a, of an airplane quinn's piloting dr venom stamping on snake eyes fingers as he tries to hold on He's absolutely 50, furious feet above ground oh venom yeah venom <laughs> is a he's kind of like he's high he's kind of like the archetypal cowardly weasel character isn't he he's yeah i don't know yeah, uh, vosberg, it, it for his life in that in article vosberg said he uh modeled him on peter cushing and you really? can kind of see that governor tarkin role yeah, now that i don't... think about it he is kind of governor tarkinish but he's not the cowardly no he's not yeah just looks maybe but he's yeah, kind but of this, all this stuff of him begging you wouldn't get tarkin he's a highfalutin kind of scientist with ideas above his station constantly backstabbing um he's kind of like you know yeah. he's there he's a means to an end isn't he venom he's, he he progresses a lot of plot points he's the cause of a lot of plot points yeah well now i know that you're going to be a big fan of what's coming up here with quinn coming out of the uh, river yeah so this is very apocalypse now isn't it yeah and um yeah. i'll put a stick a um picture up on the instas and the socials um sort of side by side comparison but yeah that, that he's definitely lifted that from apocalypse now as he slowly rises out of the water with Mows everyone with, down. with his uh 30 cal air cooled belt fed browning uh which he's <laughs> belt fine. feeding himself that works fine no no water log <laughs> no water damage on that um yeah he kills everyone apart from snake eyes kills everyone venom. apart from snake eyes now interesting bit here snake eyes is strangling venom and trying to drown him at the same time and yet quinn says let him up don't kill him and this is a very parallel later on in the issue where Quinn is about to kill Venom and Snake Eyes says, no, don't kill him. So, wait a minute, Snake Eyes is on a murderous rampage here, Quinn stops him, and later on those roles are reversed. Well, Quinn only, Quinn only stops him because he knows he can fly a plane. Yeah, I guess, yeah. At that point, and they do find a plane. Yeah, yeah they, they, they go back to the old... airfield where the Joes escaped from um, earlier in the day, or the previous day. Some nice head-down shots of the airstrip with some planes, a couple of Spitfires and a Lancaster bomber. Um, yeah. So they. This is all kind of, you know, they have a little sort of japes and scrapes as they're f- taking off, don't they? But they do get into the plane yep. and get out of there. And you've got the colouring changes because you get these purples and pinks and yellows kind of to signify nighttime. nighttime and it works really well. Yeah, it is cool. And these panels. Cool. Vosberg does a good job here because he does, there's quite a lot of these vertical panels which you don't really see that much in in comics but he uses them to really good effect because there's lots of long range shots interspersed with close-ups yeah i I think that works really well how do you yeah so just like going through this one it takes a quite a long time to get to anyone else doesn't it before we see cobra it's all mainly it's mainly these three and i was like yeah it's just those three for a while before we get back to baroness Destro, Cobra Commander, and uh, I, I didn't really know where this issue was going for a little while. Yeah, I mean, but, I, um, it's, yeah, I mean, again, I think it just—it's just focusing on. I think they kind of we finished that sort of Cobra Commander sort of. That was it, the last issue was kind of mainly focusing on that big assault and Destro trying to rescue Baroness, etc. And this one, you know, is these three and their dynamic, the dynamic because these three have built up a dynamic: Quinn, Venom, and Snake yeah. Eyes. You know. And, and all of a sudden, Snake Cobra Eyes, Commander... Snake Eyes, even though he's part of that three, he doesn't even... If you look at it throughout these four issues, he doesn't, again, actually do that much, really, does he? What no, does he do really, of him? No. What does he do of importance, really? He's just I think he's, he's just part there of that to three. make it interesting with the dynamic, because yeah. they just kill each other. And I'm actually possibly. fine with that. I'm actually, I don't... You know, no, late, later fine. on, we'll get Snake Eyes overkill. 
you know yeah, and so sure. here it's nice to have him where he is important and but he's not the the, the massive focus and again but it's now some little bit clumsy bits here where they're escaping because quinn takes over piloting or quinn's reading a flight manual or something uh, to learn how to fly the plane and then and then <laughs> yeah. venom just kind of telegraphs it he's like um what can i do with what he's going to sit by the radio station don't be paranoid quinn what harm can i do with the radio i'm hardly in the position to expect help from cobra even if i was able to send a message in morse code which of course yeah. which of course is what he's doing what he's doing right that second. Yeah, right that second. Um, but Cobra Commander's all chuffed that he's that he's alive, yeah, isn't he? Because yeah. he need, he knows that he needs him now. Yeah. No, there's a no, nice like, bit of it. During the escape, you get a bit of a dogfight with the Spitfires chasing him down. and um, Yeah. And, the, 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 you know, he, he... This is an exposition which I like. So, basically, Dr. Venom tells you what he's doing as he's doing it during the dogfight or the fight scene, um, you know... And that kind of, I think that kind of works that kind of exposition way. And issue thirty-four, when we get it, is possibly one of my favourite. It's, it's probably top three all-time GI Joe issues for me. And that is okay. e- echoes this kind of single panel of a dogfight being described by the people involved in the dogfight. Except this is a whole issue of just a dogfight. Yeah, yeah, I know the one. And you it's mean. a standalone issue, and it's absolute choice. But anyway, we're not yeah. talking about thirty-four. We're talking about issue fifteen. Yeah, um, like you say. So there's a, there's a scuffle in the. Um, oh, we will do the Cobra Commander bit, but um, so he's chuffed that he's alive because he wants to the, to complete the serum, doesn't correct, he? Correct. Yes, and we we still don't know what his plans really are with that. But no, we we don't actually ever find out really. No. I don't think do we? <laughs> Unless we find <laughs> and out. And then there's a then there's a scuffle in the um, the loading bay of the yeah, plane. Yeah, Venom's just trying to kill them all again. I mean, look, they they trust him too much over and over again. He just tries to betray him, and you know that's part of his character, I guess. But yeah, are you back there yet? Yeah, Good. yeah. yeah. He tries <laughs> opening the lo- loading bay doors to drop Snake Eyes out. Quinn goes back to help him. Then uh venom up to his old tricks wants to clock him on upside the head again with a blunt instrument this is the fourth time he's done that snake eyes he's done twice with a pistol twice he's done quinn with a big wrench or a spanner as we say in the uk this bit coming up was the bit that i was chuffed to see in there where cobra commanders he's sitting down really like (laughs) cross-legged like yeah i love that (laughs) with his with his palm on his thigh it's very funny yes and <laughs> we get a new enemy yes major, major blood. blood yeah so and you know he's like i want to talk to you about something <laughs> destro and i was like okay thank god he's not just some chump yeah yeah because can't the pre- see that this guy preceding is... that he says um i pay you to solve problems right now i have a problem that only you can solve his name is destro so the wheels are turning for cobra commander exactly. he knows i like this he knows he's not perhaps the chump he's been uh, portrayed as in previous episodes he's got his own schemes you know that others aren't privy to and you know it's and then this next bit as well where uh destro's destro's hugging baroness and he's like i did it all for you i love you and all that you know um would you ever betray me big pause big pause big pause she says no and this is the real start of what's going to happen over the next 20 or 30 issues and that is gi joe effectively becomes a soap opera and yeah it's it's you know it becomes very character driven it's been quite sort of military driven so far mm-hmm. but now it's going to become very character driven and like you know like i say like a soap opera all these dynamics between characters and they're going to become so interlinked and 
in preposterous ways that could not possibly happen and coincidental but you go with it because it's gi joe and it's amazing and i'm you know yeah i'm happy that it's that way and yeah this is like the turning point of that so so operatic dynamic yeah well baroness just kind of caught in the middle of cobra commander and destro yeah, yeah. i guess anyway then we've got back cuts back to the plane and they're flying over some fisherman fisherman they, fisherman boat yeah, who, and they they shoot them down for some reason they think that they're coming in because they the, this fisherman have got contraband and they happen to have a massive gatling gun on the back and they shoot the plane yeah, so they're losing oil fuel. pressure and fuel and they have to do an emergency landing on a beach and then nice little yeah i don't, nice I, little I bit don't of like any bit. of this do you not like this comedy I, bit no that's the bit i didn't like oh, the whole I, whole page on I that i like that you see there's an two. old granny and grandpa on the beach this uh b2 this uh, lancaster bomber's coming in about to park up on the beach everyone's dispersed apart from this two old this old couple who aren't moving make a big joke about it and then there's an amazing overhead panel of the the crashed bomber all these police rushing on the beach and these two old biddies in their sun lounges i really like that i really yeah, like I, I guess this this issue is, is effectively just tying up some loose ends from 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 the four that we've read that's right and then you know what i mean because the last page is um snake eyes quinn and venom get escorted off the plane there's already a cobra uh, lawyer there cobra lawyer and this is kind of echoing the fact that Cobra are embedded everywhere and they've already got their man on the scene, on the ground, ready to bail out Dr. Venom. You know, this yeah, is how so deep, how deep do these Cobra, um, and, you know, how their tendrils, they're deep and he's able to, you know, get his man out. Yeah, um, he's, and you're left he's, thinking, He's smoking a wow. big fat cigar in the back of the taxi cab or the, the limousine or wherever. Um, yeah, he's waxing. And Snake Eyes well, are in jail. So that's kind of wraps it up. So it's... It doesn't come to a big crescendo, but I kind of like the way it tails off, actually, you know. Yeah, well, it, it, it does feel like it's going to, as you said, it's going to eke into the the, the coming storylines. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, possibly even the next issue. I just thought, for me, it was a little bit convoluted in places, and sometimes I found it a little bit hard to follow. Yes. Um, with some of the kind of narrative threads, yeah, yep. but I mean, you know, I I certainly didn't um, hate it as a, as a piece as a four issue it. story arc. What what? How many yojos you want to give it? Um, I'll give you. I'll, high, I'll give you high six. I'll give you a quick recap of what you've got. You've got one eight yojos, which is issue eleven, the pipeline ploy, and you've got one seven, which is the two part October Guard one, and then the rest yeah. is six and below. High six. So you're going to high six. Uh, you've yeah. currently got four sixes on the board. Uh, how, where does it compare to the Diplomat, which is issue nine, which is that guest, the guest written by Stephen Grant? No, 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 yeah, it's definitely the highest six. The highest out six. Of the others. So you're putting it yeah. in that slot number three. I should put that for you. Um, I am giving it. I think it might be a seven for me. Yeah, it sounds like you enjoyed it a little bit more than me. Um, I think. I think I'll give it a seven. I really like that issue three with the the, the Cobra robot. Um, it's it. Oh, this is no, Trojan! So this is when I'm doing these rankings. Yeah, the Trojan Gambit. When I'm doing these rankings, um, one of the you know where is it better or worse than that? One of the questions I like to ask is the going out the door test. If I've gone out the door to meet someone for dinner and I'm going to be there half an hour early, which one would I more want to read? Do I want to read issue three, the Trojan Gambit, or do I want to read, read this four-issue well, story? You're not going to. So that's the thing with 
rating it as a four you know yeah. obviously it's not going to be that no it might be because i might prefer it i might prefer to read those four issues i don't know so oh if you've got time yeah i guess i mean yeah, yeah. If time all right yeah if time is no enemy then what you're gonna what would you rather read again would i rather read that single issue or that four issue series uh four issue arc um i will give it a i'll give it a seven yo joes and i'll have a think about where i'm going to place it is that yeah f- i think there was too many things in there that just tripped me up a bit oh. I, I, I found kind of a barrier to me enjoying okay. it okay um and also coming off the back of a slightly different kind of style and feel it kind of went yeah. backwards again yeah especially especially the, especially the having, the issue the first issue issue 12 which was quite yeah different that was to a the, that was a worry ones but there's a lot that there's a, a lot concern. there's a lot going on in that so yeah um Okay, uh, just bef- so before, we, before we crack on, as we always finish with a uh, Chief Ask Ben a question, um, uh, I think we need to just quickly run down some awards. Because uh, oh, we're yeah. now um, one year one, in. over one year in, and I think it's probably, I was, I was thinking about this, how often we're going to do it. We do, probably don't want to do it every calendar year for us, because at the end of this next calendar year, we'll have done all the issues. We probably, we no, pro- calendar we, year we probably, for these I was going to say, we probably don't want to do it every 12 issues, because that means we're going to be doing an awards once a month so how about we do it every three months what have you settled how about on? every how about we do it four times a year for us okay is that fair all right yeah so we'll fair. do one now we'll do one at the end of like 36 issues one at the end of you know 70 issues one at the end of 100 and one at the end of 150 chief why don't you tell me what the categories so at are? the moment we're lo- always looking for more categories so uh write us let us know tweet us etc but at the moment we've just got four categories which will be Favourite artist, um, favourite cover, favourite issue, and favourite Joe. Okay. So we'll start. Can you tell me how many artists we've had? We have had in these we, fifteen. We've had Herb Trimp. We've had. Oh yeah, Trimpe. We've had Don Perlin, and we've had Mike Vosberg. Hmm. Interested to see which one you're going to pick there, Chief. All right, do you want me to go first? Well, I I was going to go Vosberg. Okay. Who who have you? I'm got? taking Trimp. Okay, so which? So Vosberg. Which? Vosberg obviously did issue eleven, twelve, yeah. thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen. Now, and he did issue Trimpe. ten as well. Uh, and he did nine actually. He did uh, Vosberg's actually done nine through fifteen, and okay. Trimp did uh, issue one. Uh, yeah, you like those early ones. Uh, issue three, uh, issue, uh, and the October Guard ones. Mm, fair enough. Uh, I just think his style. I really like that style. Uh, and Vosberg, there was didn't really seem to be any panels or faces, especially that looked out out of it in air quotes. Whereas Vosberg, a lot of his stuff is very good, but a lot of his stuff, yeah, I wasn't overly fussed on. Out of interest, because I don't know, but do they stick with a artist for a while? Yeah, you'll, you'll get forward. Vosberg does quite a few here, and then you get artists like. Um, uh, Frank Springer, I think, who's one of my favourites. Um, you get uh, um, this is terrible. Names are escaping me now. Um, but you get uh, MD Bright comes on for a big run later. Uh, Ron Wagner okay. gets a run. There's someone around the Springer. People will tell me, and I'll, I'll just look it up after this, and I'll think, oh yeah, god damn it, why didn't I remember that name? But yeah, um, yeah. To be fair, when, I, when I'm kind of looking through the ones that Vosberg did, what was actually drawing me to them yes. was actually the um, the use of colour. Right, okay, <laughs> I'm guessing he's got not got anything to do with no. that. It's, that's the inker. That's the colorist. 
I know, but it's just when you're looking at the page, it's just popping. Yeah. I just feel like these later issues also, are much well, more stimulated. Also, by. don't forget, I'm reading these in the original floppy format from the 80s, and your colour reproductions, they've probably been recolored. So I don't even know who the colourist is or you know who's retouched all the colours. You pro- you're not obviously looking at the original colours they're either. Su- they're super vibrant, yeah. the ones that I've got. Yeah. Really nice, actually. Be interesting to know, actually, if... if who who recolored those um what's the second category so second category uh oh actually also just to let you know actually larry harmer actually pencils issues 26 and 27 himself oh, okay and they're some nice. of the best um and um 21 uh next category um shall we go with best cover next yeah, best cover for me was between two snow-based covers. So it was between issue two and, and 11. issue 11. I think I'm going to land on 11. 11, okay. Yeah, that is the snow job and dock on the back of the Battle Bear with the, the, battle bear. With the Cobra Love Glider that. coming in. Uh, yeah. I had that one as my honourable mention. Oh, okay. Number 11. Uh, my second, my first. I, I know which one you've chosen. Yeah, what's I got a runner, first runner up, and I got a winner. You've gone Trojan. No, no. Oh, no, okay. Three. First runner up is issue seven, which is the second part of the October Guard one, Stalker and Colonel Breakoff back to back. Oh yeah, off some yeah. machine guns. And my favourite cover is issue six, which is the first part of the October Guard one, which is Cobra Commander's helmet, and on mm, the left hand side is the Cobras in a close up, and the right hand side is the October Guard. Yeah, that's a good one. That's we'll post one. up actually. We'll post up those on the Insta as well. Um, I guess everyone knows our favourite issue because that's the highest rated one. Um, yes, the only one to receive an eight. It is the only one to receive an eight. Um, uh oh. If I'm giving, it, is it not your favourite no, issue? It is. It is. But um, if I'm giving honourable mentions, um, I would go issue six, which is the first issue of the October Guard two-parter. Um, oh, now that, I, didn't that, think that you, is, I didn't think you enjoyed No, no, that. as a storyline, I've got it down in the middle because of the second part not being great. Uh, but as a single okay. stand, yeah. as a single issue, obviously it's a lot higher. So mm, that's my honourable mm. mention is issue six. Um, my first place runner-up is issue 14, which is the third part of the arc we've just done. It's the one where everything's, yeah, co- everything's converging. It's the one where Destro's racing to save Baroness, the Joes are assaulting... Um, the Cobra Trooper has just died from the serum. Um, you know, Venom and the guys are escaping from, or, or uh, about to escape from South America. Everything's just converging, and some great panel layout there by Vosberg. And my first issue, yeah, same as yours, is issue eleven, the pipeline ploy. That that feels like it's been the highlight for me, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It, it was close what, though. The fourteen was close to edging it. Um, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, lastly, we will go with favorite Joe. Yeah, uh, oh, this one I'm str- I'm struggling on this one. You go first. I'd be okay, interested. I've got. A- I couldn't even. I couldn't even. Oh, I guess you're gonna go stalker. Yeah, of course I'm gonna go stalker. Yeah. But my first, okay. my honourable mention is Scarlet. I think they've done the most with her so far as a character. I think she's ha- probably had the most character development. Oh, I say character development. All she's basically a badass and doesn't no nonsense. But also, you know, has she got feelings for Snake Eyes? They've started to develop that recently. Mm-hmm. But she's got the most screen time. I think Larry Harmer was really a big fan of her. Um, and we'll see which ones of those original 13 he's fans of because some will get a lot of time and others will just get phased out. Um, yeah, did you have any other I had a run, runner-up here is Gung Ho. Ah, uh, yeah. For a couple of... Couple of he doesn't obviously get 
we haven't seen him that much as some of the others but there's a couple of key ones is the one in issue 11 where his first appearance where he um runs out into the snow bare-chested with the wrong end of his shotgun beating cobras and the scene from uh this story arc we just read where he breaks out from his ropes and bashes two cobras heads together but apart from that yeah thinking about it actually that four issue arc we've just done gung-ho's hardly in it is he doesn't do anything well no he is in it but he doesn't he's not particularly great in it and that's why i was torn because i had gung-ho but then after reading those i was like oh he's not really that great in those so i actually landed on stalker as well which is a bit dull because we've both got stalker but yeah stalker gung-ho was incredible in 11 and then a bit of a goon in those four we just yeah, read didn't we do i mean looking back at it now and reflect the more i think about that four issue arc we just done the more i like it and the more it comes to mind that that wasn't really a story about gi joe that was all about cobra really it was all yeah, about uh, yeah. i think it was it was all about cobra and cobra commander and his you know intricate plotting and twists and yeah, Scarface it certainly wasn't and about gi joe it wasn't really the focus on the joes um but yeah stalker I, I, I like you know fighting with a crocodile is quality he's a leader i like that you know he he's no nonsense he's definitely getting the most so panel time I, I was in the ones that yeah, we've read i pretty much you I, you weren't going to put general flag as your top no no no, <laughs> no. Okay. i feel like he's already being phased out right. but not that i know but i'm hoping okay. all right um <laughs> <laughs> have we got that, that that concludes the awards uh, that concludes the awards um i was going to say maybe if you've got time or effort you probably won't you can maybe put a little uh, uh jingle in the background there um for some sort of award ceremony music <laughs> oh, yeah, some trumpets some trumpets in the background there maybe i don't know <laughs> or pre- yeah, precede it edit some of that in um have we got time for me to ask you a question always running long or not no always got time for questions okay. Chief asks man a question. Chief asks man a question. What'll he say? What'll he do when Chief asks man a question? Fantastic. Um, best. <laughs> see if you can guess this. Actually, see if you can guess where I'm going. Favorite mm. slash best on-screen depiction of or on-screen portrayal. Favorite on-screen portrayal of. Ah. Uh, who? That's what I'm saying. Can you guess what where I'm going or not? No, no. Double O Seven. Now oh, I know it's, it's okay. almost a pointless That's question. That's so weird. Almost, that you just said almost that. a pointless question because I know both of our answers are the same, but it gives us a chance to convince everyone else out there in podcast land that our answer is in fact the correct answer. Oh, it's, that's so surreal. You asked me that because just before I came upstairs to record this podcast, I was on Apple TV. I was just flicking about what was out, and yeah. they've they've got different box sets for all the different bonds right and i clicked on the roger moore one yes. obviously and uh, i was looking at the covers to all the films and they're kind of um <laughs> the artistic license that they've taken with live and let die right. i was like who the hell is that guy on the front cover because it doesn't look anything like roger moore but then the moonraker one looks exactly like roger moore really? and i was just texting some of my mates i was like look at this but um Oh, Rog. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it has to be... I think your favourite Bond is from, you know, whoever you were watching when you were growing up. And I own, I grew up watching Roger Moore. Yeah. 
the, the Sean Connery ones to me just felt old. Yeah, I mean, even when I was, I'm a bit older than you, but you know, yeah, it but was very still prime. Yeah, it was very much a case though. Even when Roger was coming out, it was very much a case of the general thinking was more was just a joke bond and if you don't like sean connery the best you're an idiot very much so yeah i, I don't oh, know if that's... roger was le- liking roger was was um left field yeah yeah unpopular opinion yeah. but there's um oh crikey where'd you begin with roger <laughs> he was actually uh, you have, he you, replaced... what you need to understand is he made a conscious decision to do that he couldn't you can't do Sean. So he so you well, have to do something. It different. was interesting because he replaced Sean, and he's older than Sean for starters. Isn't that isn't that the f- the interesting stat is that when Roger started, he was older than Sean. Yeah. yeah, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like you say, he made a conscious effort. He was, I think, he was fresh off doing the TV show The Saint, where possibly where yeah, it was not really. It was. <sighs> Not what he did with Bond, but it was a bit more straight-laced, you know, as the character Simon Templer, but a little, maybe came a little in... bit of Bond, but it was a bit more straight-laced. But then, obviously, what he did, like you say, he made a conscious effort to, you know... Yeah, he came in hot with Live and Let Die. Yeah. I mean, it's, he basically made the greatest <laughs> Bond film straight off the bat. I read an interesting article the other day that um, when Moonraker came out, I think it came out sort of post star wars and they were like oh god no one's interested in bond we've yeah. got to send him into space yeah. i think moonraker which i love <laughs> um drag yes. uh bombed so the one they made after moonraker they made an, a conscious effort to like strip it back yep. and i think that one is for your eyes only possibly it's yeah the mountain yeah. climbing with the, with, one. The, with the ice skating so if you watch that one now yep. it's way more it's like the most grounded it's, Roger it's one my, you've ever it's seen. It's my least favourite Roger one. Yeah, of course, because there's not enough silliness no. in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't got the think, Red Lotus. How many times do you reckon Roger... He did seven. He, he's done the how most. How many times do you reckon he shoots a, a weapon in all of his movies? Not many. No, Hardly no, ever shoots like a gun. He's all about the chop. Or... Never shoot a man when you can <laughs> smash him over the head with a lampshade. Yeah. Or swing on something and double kick him or chop him in the back of the neck. Yeah, in in you know, in the modern ones they he machine guns people's faces. Yeah, not into that. It's like what's the matter with your your yeah. arms, your hands, your chops? And where's the schmoozing in the new ones? Oh Rod. <laughs> the great the funny thing about that is, I mean I'm not too sure, but I think the best thing about all the schmoozing with Rogers is that you could never believe that anyone would actually find him irresistible. No. And that's what made it so amazing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, just, oh, is it Octopussy when he's in the, in the croc, yeah. in the crocodile? Yeah, yeah. In his tux. <laughs> in his tux. Oh, Roger. Amazing. I, it's been a while, to be honest with you, since I watched a, a Bond. Um, maybe I'll watch some in the new yeah, year. Yeah. Uh, what else, Chief? What else you got for me? That that's it? it. That was my question. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I've answered yeah, it. It was. It was. I'll come up with a better one next time that puts you on the fence a bit more. Well, I mean, I'm just happy to talk about Roger Moore in any capacity. Yeah. yeah. Did, he, what, did he pass away this last this I year? I think it was just last gone, year, or... wasn't it? Was it 2017? Oh, or was it man. this year? I don't know. Sad day. Anyway, R.I.P. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, dude, so what we've got coming up? So coming up, we've got... Um, I've been trying not to flick ahead too much, but no. uh, we've got more Destro action coming up. 16, 17, 18. S- doing, well, yeah? I don't know. I'd, it might even go 19. It might even be another four-parter. Um, I'll read ahead 
and um, let you know which ones you need to read because I'm conscious that a lot of this stuff is new to you, so I don't want you reading too far ahead. I've read it before, no, so no, I'll no. do a catch-up read, maybe the next three or four issues, so we know where a good cut-off point, a good breaking point is. Yeah, nice. What are you? Um, are you winding down for Christmas work? What's going on? Um, I am off tomorrow. Friday. Off tomorrow, I've got daddy daycare. Uh, right. Mrs. Working. I'm back in the office on Thursday, and then I'm off Friday. Might go up to Hyde Park for Winter Wonderland. Okay. Um, and then yeah, that's it. So I got one more. I got uh, one more day of work. What about the big Thursday. day? Where are you? For it the big will day? be me, the missus, and the kid. Uh, I will cook at the I'll homestead. Cook a roast dinner at the homestead. We'll go for a walk, and then I'll probably just maybe put on some Roger Moore bonds oh yeah no it's good roger goes well with kind of crimbo yep or bank holidays or something like that yeah and then that's <laughs> yeah no going to the missus's parents 26th 27th um, oh double drop crikey and yeah and then that's it i'm i'm freewheeling from then nice when you when did you clock back in to work second i think oh you were in that limbo crimbo limbo period yeah. oof I think I'll probably try and do something from the 6th or 7th. Yeah. I've got a nice break, actually. Yeah. Nice big break. All right, then, dude, should we wrap yeah, it up? Yeah, people, um, you can find us on Instagram, Talking Joe Comics. Got some good feedback on there. Uh, find us on Twitter, Talking underscore Joe. We've got a Facebook page now as well, Talking Joe, G.I. Joe podcast. Search for that. Um if you want to email us, it's talkingjoecomics at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, find us wherever. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. I know it's a ball ache uh, doing all that stuff, but it only takes two minutes. It will help us out immensely. Uh, find us on your podcast player of choice or iTunes or wherever. We will be um, dropping episodes every Thursday, even over the, host, uh, over the holiday festive period. So you will get one on the 27th of December, which will be a nice little... Save a bit of turkey, have a turkey sandwich. It's a nice tonic. Snuggle up with Chief and Ben um, <laughs> uh, for another great episode. But Yeah, yeah. it's a G.I. Joe tonic after the kind of stress of a family Christmas. You know it. You know it. <laughs> All right, dude, I'll see you next time, right. Chief. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye.